0: What's up? Another version of a trigger-proof transmission, specifically inspired by one of our Cycle Breakers Academy. Young ladies, however, this isn't just this question I wanted to respond to, um, is a hot one. It's a spicy one. It's very triggering. And it's not just for women. This can actually happen with men. As well, so this isn't just this isn't gender specific. Although, if you're a woman, you probably uh, will be able to identify with this. And if you're new to me, um, you're watching me for the first time. My name is Doctor Nima Romani. I retired from chiropractic um, as I was shifting out of um, my desire to help people heal from chronic pain, chronic illness, I started noticing a very unholy union between health issues and attachment trauma. So as I went down that rabbit hole, I unknowingly was in a trauma-bonded relationship. Through no fault of my own, I found myself in a very toxic push-pull dynamic which led to me being arrested. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever been in a situation like this where it was like you couldn't, you couldn't uh, stay with that person, but you couldn't leave. You were afraid to leave. You had concerns because your life was on the line. Your 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 reputation was in jeopardy. That was why I stayed a lot longer than I did, um, and it led to volatility expanding, 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 and then finally when it became abusive, I woke up. It was the wake-up call I needed to really unpack this and ask, how did I get here? How can I make sure this never happens again in my life? Because I don't want a relationship like this anymore where I'm constantly anxious and I can't sleep at night and wanting freedom from this person but being concerned because of my fear of abandonment, my unhealed wounds, I couldn't stand being alone, afraid of the reputational... um, kind of what's gonna happen you know because a lot of times uh, in toxic relationships women are afraid to leave because they have the story that um, he's gonna like hurt me abuse me Um, in my case in my relationship case her leaving I was I was never in 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 the way of her leaving Um, it was her abandonment wound that didn't have her wanting to leave and it was my my abandonment wound as well my fear of being alone me not having individuated from my mother it's kind of like i needed a mother at all times and that's kind of like my part in the dynamic and t- I had to take responsibility for my own emasculation in it and so that was a huge uh growth uh learning for me as you if you've made if you make a living in making your mess your message when you go through a messy period you have two options you can just succumb and just run and hide through the shame and embarrassment which is option number one many people do i mean if you look at what happened with johnny depp like after his relationship ended and the smear campaign that began he went into hiding you can see how depressed he became i knew that i was going to go down that route if if i i I refuse to go down that route so i went down the other route which is to start to do the work Which is to start to really unpack where it all comes from and to alchemize that shame and turn it into a purpose. So that, you know, the shit that I went through, I didn't want it to be all for nothing. You know, first and foremost, I wanted to make sure it never happened again in in a dynamic in my relationships. And I had to really look back and understand why. How it all began how, how i started in this how am i fully 100 responsible for being in that situation now <clears throat> in trauma bonded relationships there's usually a narcissist and the um, codependent type of roles in the push-pull dynamic you know this there's a role i don't want to label people but Um, If you're really honest with yourself and you're really kind of like open-heartedly committed to the work and not just going to a therapist and have your story validated and creating these little going into narc abuse forums, starting every post off with, my ex is a narcissist, that's a red flag. Okay, so if you're able to see and acknowledge their narcissistic parts, but can you acknowledge your own, right? So we had very similar dynamics going on. And I had to take responsibility for the fact that I hadn't broken free from my childhood attachment traumas and I was replaying them out in my relationship. And I didn't want to do that again. So I said, how can I make sure this never happens again? And figured it out. And what I discovered was I had to become trigger proof. The only way, and this is what, when I went to a therapist, I said, how do I know this is kind of healed? And that answer that she gave me was the kind of what's this the seed for everything I teach now for all of you know in my students in my Psycho Breakers Academy um, at the overview experience. It's this seed right here is the only way that you'll know that you've transformed is when you are exposed to the exact same trigger and you respond differently. In other words, all of the talk therapies and the books that you're reading, even these videos, I'm sure they're helpful. Otherwise, you wouldn't be following me. Um, they're helpful. Awareness is only the first key, but the awareness does not change that reaction. That's space between stimulus and response. You want to get to know somebody, you know, you want to get to know somebody really well. You know somebody through their reactivity. That's the truth of somebody because that's where their unconscious comes out. Their childhood comes out in your reactions. That's why many of you, when you're in arguments, you always say, God, my partner is, it's like like I'm with a child, exactly what's happening to both of you during a conflict. And that's what was happening in my last relationship. So it was a big aha that drove me to really, really just understand, you know, what, just went on and how she said you have to have a different response so that's when the concept of becoming trigger-proof was born becoming trigger-proof does not mean not having any triggers it's responding from a place of who you're becoming rather than who you've always been the little child reacting to the world not going your way your abandonment wound coming up you're not good enough You know, all of the impacts of the self-separation that happens during our traumas from childhood. You haven't, we don't learn in school how to integrate all of that. And so that was coming up in my last relationship. And I said, okay, if I can figure that out and not happen again, can I find love that's secure? Because I'm 40 something and it's never happened. So either there's something wrong with me and I'm completely flawed or there's something I haven't really learned yet. And the truth is is that we all are imperfect perfectly imperfect based on our woundings we all have woundings and we don't have to have those woundings be our reality if we want to take on the work and so that's when we went to that's when you know this whole concept was born becoming trigger proof isn't trigger less it's really knowing how to respond and so <clears throat> I decided to now make my mess my message, and so the tra- the trainings that I give to my community is all about helping people break free from trauma bonds, um, heal from codependency, and create love that's secure. Why? Because that's what that's the journey that I went through. You know, I had to go through that journey to do that. So my my after if I can do that, number four, uh, I kind of made a promise that my karma will be my dharma, dharma being my sacred duty to share what I discovered for anyone who wants to hear. And my my training doesn't come from a PhD in psychiatry or neuroscience or uh, MD psychiatry or psychologist or counselor. No, it actually comes from the work that lives in my bones. I'm a trained chiropractor, so I've learned a thing or two about healing. But then realized over a 20-year career, successful career, that the people that there's a mind-body connection and I really want to learn how to integrate all of that. And so now that's what I do um, exclusively. And, And the big aha for me was that upstream for this entire thing is attachment trauma, how we relate to ourselves and each other, the neurobiology of we, is what's really creating our health issues so today i wanted to really answer the question of this one specific thing that really holds us back and creates toxic relationships and when you don't get this one thing right you become easy prey to love bombing and in this call in this training i'm gonna Talk about the three specific signs that you can watch out for to know if you're love bombed, you're being love bombed, and why it's happening, and what you need to do in order to move to the next direction. And for those of you who are joining us at the overview experience, uh, I see many of you've DM me and uh, email, and and they're like so gung ho in actually learning how to implement this work that I'm sharing right now. Um, Just know that I'm really excited to be teaching you exactly the embodiment of what I'm about to share. And uh, make sure that you fill out your forms because I read them all and I want to get to know all of you. And um, for the first five that uh, sign up, I'm going to do a pre-call before the event just to get to know you and then one afterwards just to see what you got from it. Because I really want to... I'm not into... Um, you know, I have all these this free content for everybody, but those who are truly ready, I want them to know uh, a very specific and custom made journey that's specific to their problem. And I'm going to share a big problem that you might be relating to, so you won't you won't feel like you're alone because there's a lot of problems that people deal with. I've discovered there's an upstream root cause for all of them, so I want to share that with you. And uh, for those of you jumping in. Uh, just know, I really am looking, send me an email and let me know um, if you wanna, you know, just make sure that you fill out the form so that I know exactly what you're dealing with. And then you'll tell me exactly how this work puts it all together for you, okay? Because it's, I'm really lazy. So I found the upstream root cause of it all and I want you to tell me what, what you think. So I'm gonna talk to you about those three specific traits Um, but who is this for? Like, why am I talking about this? Well, if you've ever identified yourself as an anxiously attached person and you have a high value on relationships and you're attractive enough that you don't really have a difficult time in attracting somebody, but, um, you notice that the people you keep attracting to are kind of like avoidant. They just, they're not engaged or when shit hits the fan, they run the other way. Excuse me. There we go. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, and those people who I'm talking to often are pretty successful in their careers. Uh, you, you are doing well. You're like a boss, babe. You're doing okay, but you're just having a little bit of a tough time when it comes to relationships because when you attract the person, there's no problem. But once you have sex, once it consummates, all of a sudden, shit goes awry. You start to get anxious. You know, you start to feel like those anxious parts of you coming up and you have this profound fear of abandonment and to the point where you're actually, you notice yourself self-sabotaging and just pushing people away because you can't be with what's coming up right now. Or you've had so much pain in chasing, soon as that, chase feeling comes in after you've had sex or you've been dating for long enough that the attachment hooks are in you now are completely showing up as needy and if because you hate that part you might even notice you're sabotaging it you're like i can't do this we're done and the guy's like okay so like what's going on here and there's conflict happening in the relationship but it's just a a reflection of the conflict that's happening inside. Take a moment and pause and let me know if type in the chat if any of this lands or resonates with you. So I'm going to take regular pauses because the feedback I get from people is my content is highly triggering and I'm not doing this um you know to hurt you. I'm just the truth is very triggering and that's why we avoid the truth. That's why we don't want to look at it. That's why we don't that's why we'd rather just hide behind watching a video rather than show up to the overview experience and do the work. Because what I'm saying is so triggering, there might be a part of you that wants to hear more and then this other part that's like, oh my God, like, get me away from this prick. (laughs) That's okay too. Bring that along. So what I want you to know is if you're dealing with that, that that's not your fault It is absolutely not your fault. And why do I say that? Because there's a lot of shame that's in the trauma world. We shame ourselves. The second we get activated, we turn to self-blame, self-abandonment, self-betrayal, self-shame, which is the trauma pattern itself. And it isn't your fault because you probably haven't, like me, you hadn't learned how to heal those attachment traumas. You thought that just by reading a book, you could figure it out or watching YouTube videos. Or podcasts, which are all great. I do all of them and audiobooks. But there's a huge, <coughs> dist- <coughs> excuse me, it's dry in here. There's a huge distinction between that and actually, I have my notes here. This is a big one. Um, there's a huge distinction between that and um, actually doing the work. This video is good. It's going to bring up all sorts of stuff, some insights, but doing the work is night and day. This is what all of our cycle breakers say. <clears throat> and what I've noticed in talking and in interviewing people like this is that, you know, you haven't really learned how to meet your own emotional needs because of these attachment traumas you separated from yourself and you hadn't learned how to return back to self, you've built an identity, putting on a mask and seeking external validation. That's another word for self-abandonment. Self-abandonment is a trauma response and causing us to seek external validation. Seeking external validation becomes the drug We need, we start because of that, we stop connecting with ourselves. We now need everybody to like us. We need followers, we need hearts and, you know, likes. You know, we are, especially if you're a millennial, you were born into this generation where you have now become addicted to the substance of validation. And this addiction to the substance of validation makes you prime candidate for. Love bombing, right? Because you haven't integrated these shadows yet. You haven't brought compassion towards all of these needy parts. And they come up every time you get triggered, right? You don't know what to do with that energy. And your reactivity exposes who you really are, right? No matter how much over the first six months you put on a mask and pretend to be super duper polarity, You know, you can even do your polarized communication and all that stuff, which is great. But the second you get activated, all bets are off. Your nervous system goes into threat. That space between stimulus and response. And then you respond by reacting. You know, like, you know, like needy little child that says, oh my God, don't leave me. Or you go into the avoidant. The fear of engulfment, the adolescent part that's like, fuck you, I'm done. So you just boom, back and forth, right? And so that's why it's not your fault. And so what ends up happening is you then fall into easy prey for love bombing. So there's three signs. So what are they? What are the three signs? Number one, the first sign of love bombing, I'm going to write it down here for you. There we go. It is number one. Let me see if I can see it. Yes, accelerated intimacy. You've been listening to the Trigger Proof podcast designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world, which is nervous system regulation. Becoming trigger proof doesn't mean trigger less, it means learning how to regulate ourselves to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds. Anytime there's reactivity, there's a wound. And if you're curious and inspired to learn more, join us at Breathwork and Badassery or the overview experience. And a combination of both actually helps you that you're, you could be in a love bombing phase. Accelerated intimacy, what does that mean? It means, oh my God, after the third date, we're moving in. Uh, we got together and we haven't separated. This, you know, like, boom. Like we're together and we have not parted ways. We're like moving in after a week. Type in the chat if you've ever been in a situation like that. That was me, my last relationship. Hey, let's just move in together. Let's just start a life both leaving, literally both leaving a relationship. Like we were both, like we jumped from one to the next. It's a red flag you got to watch out for. You're in a trauma bond. You're in a love bombing phase. And especially if you just left and you were in a dark place, easy prey because of that need for vitamin V validation because you have such deficiency based on your unhealed wounds, not your fault. Type in the chat, accelerated intimacy, have you ever experienced that where you just boom? So that's the first sign to look for. The second sign to look for, because of this deficiency of vitamin V, because of these unhealed wounds, makes you easy prey to love bombing. Number two sign, the word is ostentatious trust. Ostentatious trust. Let me see how that looks, that looks okay. Let me just move that in this way, there it is. Boom, ostentatious trust, ostentatious trust. It's like, I'm giving you my passwords, Um, I'm telling you everything about me and I expect the same from you. That's when they divulge everything all at once, The fear of abandonment part of you, the one that's so needy for validation, is like, oh my God, it's so amazing. We're like soulmates. It's like we moved in together. I mean, we are just so in love, and I just can't see us ever being apart. Oh my God. Right? And you're just like, there's a, when you're listening to someone like that, there's a little fucking (laughs) feeling in your body, this contraction, like, oh shit. That's what's happening because ostentatious tr- trust is, in a secure person, trust is something that is kind of like earned, right? Not just divulged, like kind of, you know, here it is without any, without any you know, forward movement right away. Now, anybody who's secure would be like, what the fuck? What is this... M- what is this guy doing? Like, wh- Why are they so desperate to tell me everything? That's a red flag to a, to a secure individual. An insecure individual who craves validation is like, oh my God, they think I'm great, right? Because your feeling about yourself is so small that something like that you'll interpret. You won't see the, the, the wounding behind it because you are the wounding behind it. You are perfectly matched. You are your wounds <clears throat> are perfectly matched. So if you want a different guy, you gotta up level your frequency. You can't expect that the mat the, the amazing guy is gonna come into your life. If you're operating at that level, you've gotta upgrade. If you want the quality of partner that you attract to be upgraded, you know, instead of blaming your ex, don't blame yourself, but take responsibility for upgrading your frequency. Huge difference. Like Here's why. The type of woman that I married, Diana, my wife, was at such a secure level of frequency that my unhealed wounds would not have, five years ago, would not have been attracted to somebody that secure. I'm attracted to the wounded birds who are just like need fixing because that caters to my unhealed hero complex, the narcissist inside of us that want to rescue Right, once I heal, I'm like I don't need to rescue anyone for validation, because I did the work, right? And did the work seems like it's past tense. It's an ongoing spiritual practice. You have to take it on that way and master a process. The third is sign that you're being love bombed is they validate your victim story. Ooh, they validate your victim story. Ooh, I know that that's uncomfortable for you to hear, right? Because, oh, that's not politically correct for me to say. It's so bad, right? Well, I stand behind it. And let me tell you, the, the, the easiest way for you to guarantee that the next person that you date is going to be a narcissist is you lead with your victim story when you're dating. Oh, my ex is a Whatever, my ex is so and so. If you lead talking about your monster of an ex, a secure person would be like, "Mm, wow, they got some work to do. I'm not ready for that kind of thing. That seems like a lot of work because it's a lot of work. Being with somebody who's in victimhood is a lot of work. And by the way, blind spot, every single narcissist is a perf, like a constant victim that's a red flag right now a secure person sees through it secure person knows there's two sides to every story knows that you know there's there's you know a black and a white there's a truth that's in the middle secure people know this but those who are just at the same level of your wounding will buy into your victim story and they'll validate it and they'll up level it they'll be like oh they're terrible that's what exes of mine would do right after my marriage they were like oh your ex is this 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 now my ego love that love the validation which basically is like narcissistic supply yes i'm trying to help you see that we are both the narcissist and the codependent and stop labeling and pointing fingers the ones those who um kind of are more geared towards my content and my work have already done their narc abuse forums and therapies and they've just tired of having their victim story validated and they're actually ready to heal and when you hear my story and then you hear my kind of path that I take my my students through I'm pretty I'm pretty hard on them they've been validated you know which is important when you go to a support trauma support worker they say they're there it wasn't your fault Uh, He's the bad one. You're the innocent one. You're blameless. Unfortunately, you'll be four years down the road still telling that story. And you'll be sick because everyone with chronic illness has some sort of a victim story, which is why I left chiropractic to teach people how to empower themselves beyond their story. So when you're leading with your victim story, you're attracting God-hero complex, plain and simple. When you, when you lead with your victim story, you attract God-hero complex. And so it's maddening because they then turn into the narcissist who then becomes avoidant. And then now here you are needy. And I know, you know, based on your feedback, you don't like like affirmations that are feeling empty and endless books reading books on the subject, you realize that reading books on it, even watching this video doesn't change your biology. This is biology. So in order for you to heal, in order for me to heal, I had to access it at the level of my, my biology. And you're not gonna do that from watching a video. You'll notice your biology getting activated while I'm talking, which is great, but learning exactly what to do, how to become trigger-proof, how to take that trigger, turn it into deeper self-love, how to take that conflict, turn it into deeper intimacy. Using polarity type of communication is important, and integrating is really important too with these parts that come up. Those are not readily taught. That doesn't come up that often. And this is why I am so keen on going deeper with the people that are ready Um, because they're tired of this constant state of anxiety and this push-pull dynamic and settling for breadcrumbs and like going from being idealized one minute and then demonize the next moment, right? This is what happened to me. Like, I was easy prey because I was idealized for like the first year, right? I was pedestalized, everything, right? That was catered to my narcissistic parts. And then, boom, devalued. Now I'm the devil, right? And it's called splitting. Right. And it's tiring and it wears you out and it creates chronic pain and it creates chronic illness. And I know that you're tired of it. And that's why we deal specifically with the biology aspect of it. Right. Because I know that most people, you know, when they're messaging me and they're giving me their story, they're like, I don't want to go through three more of these breakups. Like this is taking something out of me. It's aging me. It's giving me chronic issues. My sleep is disrupted you know and i know that you hate losing yourself in another infatuation and that's why i am so keen on making sure people learn how to get to the root cause and learn the exact skill when these when these things arise so that you can learn how to self soothe self regulate and then communicate from a from a powerful place embodying your masculine if you're a man embodying feminine you know because i know what people are looking for is a sense of you know self-worth and that's not just going to come from reading a book and it doesn't come just from communication it comes from the way we communicate with ourselves you know and and the goal the ideal that you're really desiring from what i've heard is this real balance between give and receive if you're a man you really want to feel respected in your relationships you can't be respected when you're constantly chasing that validation because of those unhealed wounds. If you're a woman, you want to be feel cherished and devoted to, right? And so, you know, everybody keeps talking about how instead of chasing, you want to feel like you're more magnetic. You want your magnetism to rise and and you you want to kind of no longer have to be addicted to external validation as oxygen you want to have it within yourself and that's why i'm so keen on the people that are actually ready to do the work and to make create a boundary and a time around it and be guided and feel you know secure enough based on hearing my story and my journey that they want me to guide them through, that I make sure to really get to know exactly what you're coming in with at the Overview Experience, which is coming up in just, it's very soon. If you look, uh, check out the link, um, you'll see it's, it's coming up. You create a boundary around it. We get on a call right after this session so that you can really help integrate everything you learned. And then now you have a path moving forward. So I'm just a nerd for this stuff. I'm very passionate about teaching this. It's my sacred duty and I only want to, you know, I'm glad that so many people are getting a kick out of the, the free content and those that are actually ready to do the work I'm really delighted because it tells me that it means to me that you get what this is. You get that this is not something to shame yourself with. It's not your fault, but it is your responsibility. And if you don't do it, it passes to the next generation. And this is why I'm here is because I'm, I am I want to lead by example to create a secure, polarized home for my son to be raised in so that he can embody his leadership and be self-expressed and know who he is and that's the reward that our children get is a from a self-loving parent and i just want to teach people to do the exact same let me know what you thought of this gentlemen ladies tell me how you felt in this training send me a dm with your backstory and um tell me if you're ready and we'll see you at the next perfect time